Whoa. <laughs> Come on. Fire, fire, fall. Fire, fire, fall. Fire, fire, fall. Thank you, Holy Spirit, fire. Thank you, Holy Spirit, fire. We welcome you this morning to burn, to burn in us. And as you burn in us, let us be your burning ones, Lord. Let us be your burning ones. That we would be the ones that you would find our lamps would be on fire and lit at all times. We want to be your burning ones. So we're talking about uh, altars and towers this week. And I I had a a memory or a thought. I got to go to um, Seattle. Uh, one time for uh, my previous work. And in Seattle, they have this um, building, if I guess this is how you call it, um, called the Space Needle, and that when you go to the very, very top, you can see throughout the city. You can uh, see everything. And it was literally erected so that, uh, you know, they could survey the city, very similar to like Coit Tower here in San Francisco, where um, it was something that was built so that those who were looking out could watch the city. Because, you know, at that time, back in the day when they built those things, they didn't have, you know, um, dispatches and, you know, they had watchmen. And so those towers were built to watch. But, also, specifically, the space needle was meant to be a place of elevation, a place to be elevated and higher than um, and to see things that no one else could see. It is now open to the public, so anyone can go into that place. And as I was thinking about uh, the space needle, I remember going up in there, and it's really, really high up if anyone's ever been in there. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, the thought was we always want to build something so we can say we got there, we made it, um, because that that's the concept of the Space Needle. Um, the person who built that did it not really for um, the city, but really for their own reasons. And I just started thinking about how we can build really wanting to uh, make ourselves look better or, um, uh, you know, elevate it, if you would. And as I shared yesterday, that's what Nimrod did. He built a tower. He told the people, he said, you know what, build a tower so that you can get to God, we can get to heaven. And um, many times we want to build our own path to God because that's what is more comfortable for us, right? Because what God is asking for is the living sacrifice. So when we say, Lord, refine me, I want to be tried by fire, we're inviting the fire of the Holy Spirit, the fire of the Lord to come upon our lives and to refine us. But when we build towers, we're saying that I don't need the fire. I have a better way of getting to you, God. And 
that's a religious spirit. I'm just going to call it out. I'm going to call it out by name. And I say, I just rebuke that in Jesus' name. We cannot build our own path to God. We cannot pave our own way. We can't get to God on our terms the way we want to, what's comfortable to us. That's what happens when we build a tower. And one of the things the Lord really put in my spirit today was that he wants us to build an altar of refining. And that altar of refining, that means there's fire that comes with that. That means that there are things that will happen that it would be easier to build the tower. It would be easier to do it our own way. Let me get my own deliverance. Let me get my own breakthrough. So I'll build a tower. Instead of saying, Lord, however you want to heal me, however you want to deliver me, however you want to set me free, I lay myself on the altar of fire, and I say, Lord, refine me. The interesting thing about the tower of Babel that was built, one thing that they said about that tower was that it would make them famous. It would make them famous. And one of the things we have to understand is that this refining, this purifying that God does in our lives when we lay ourselves on the altar, it's not pretty. There's no glitz. There's no glamour. But what has happened is that we've lured people to the things of God. And if there is no glitz and no glamour, they're turned off. And we say things like, well, we want to make it comfortable for them. We want them to feel good when they come in. We want them to be okay. So we do things to lure. And the Holy Spirit really quickened me on this because I was just grieved in my spirit when he showed me these towers that are being built in the name of God. That the only ones being made famous are the pastors and the leaders. When will we build altars where Jesus will be made famous? Where when we step into those places, that the only thing that will be noticed or, or, or recognized is Jesus is in the room. That's where God is getting us to when he says, come to the altar. He's saying, I want to get back to that place where it's all about me. But we have lured and built towers. And we said, look at my tower. We've got fun. We've got treats. 
We've got all these things, coffee and things that will make you feel good and comfortable. Come to this house. Yet when you go in, you leave the same way. (laughs) Why is that? Why is there so much brokenness when we serve a God who's a healer? Why is there so much depression when he's given us joy as our strength? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Or is it because we're in towers? We've just built towers where I can be comfortable there. Where I don't really have to change. I can stay how I am, but just put Jesus' name on it. I can continue in my unforgiveness. I can continue in my anger. I can stay in my sin because no one is talking about my sin. You see, demons hide in towers. (laughs) Well, come on, Holy Spirit. Demons hide in towers. That's That's their playground. Because they know that where there's no fire, there's no deliverance. So we go in and out of our towers, going in the way we, how we are, and we come up the way we are. Yet we're crying out for more. We're crying out for more of God. We're crying out for a move of God. We're crying out for revival, yet God is saying if you would just come to the altar where I send my fire, that's the revival. That's the move of God when the refiner comes in the room and begins to burn up. He burns you up. He takes away you. But what is revealed in the process, in the testing? Come on, somebody. In the burning, there's something that is revealed. That's something that comes forth. It's beautiful. It's beautiful what comes forth from this fire. Zechariah 13, 9. And I will put this third into the fire. Wow. And refine them as one refines silver. And test them as gold is tested. Okay, I want to 
ponder on that for just a moment. He says, and I will put this third into the fire. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You've been put into the fire. Hallelujah. God wants to refine you. Come on. Listen, when the heat gets hot, don't get off the altar. God wants to refine you. He sent that fire to refine you. He sent that heat. He says, I need to refine you because I have something that I need for you to do and you need to be pure. But what typically happens is we, the heat gets too hot and we say, oh, mm-mm, this is too much. I got to go to the top because there's air conditioning in there. <laughs> I got to go to the tower because I get I can get coffee, I can get popcorn and sometimes. This is too much. This is too much. So what do we do? We come off the altar. And I heard something last night that just really stirred in my spirit where a lot of times we can run We can stand and fight, or we can press in. I believe the Lord says, press in, woman of God. Press in, woman of God. Can I just say this? Can I say this? It's not always a demon that's attacking you. It's not always the devil's fault. Sometimes there's consequences to our actions. So God says, oh, baby girl, I'm going to refine you. Because you see that thing right there? That, that thing that you keep dealing with, we got we to gotta get that off of you. So just like gold goes into the fire, the reason why is because there's, there's impurity. So it's not pure. There's no value to it. So it has to go through the fire to be refined and all the dross and all the impurities come off of it. So what's revealed is this pure piece of gold. So you got to understand something. We can't always say I'm in a fight. I'm fighting. It's time to fight. I'm in a spiritual battle. Here's the thing. It's true. It's true, we, we go through battles, but can I just tell you, the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. Come on. Some of us, we, we see this as I'm constantly in the ring with gloves on fighting, and that's where the devil wants you. He wants you to really believe that you are fighting him and battling him when Jesus already conquered him. Come on. He's already been defeated. Read your Bible. Get the truth. I would, listen, the devil wore me out because I was constantly fighting. I'm in a fight. I'm battling. But what if? What if it's not a battle, but it's a fire that is sent to refine you? What if 
you just begin to press in a little bit more and say, God, burn me beautiful, burn me lovely, burn me righteous, burn me up, God, because I don't want to be the way I am. I want to be purified. I want to be tried by fire. But it's easier to build a tower. Because in the tower, I've created how I'm going to get there. How I'm going to get my breakthrough. How I'm going to get my deliverance. And we're just building towers. We're just building towers. But if you would just build an altar to the Lord. It's the place where he meets us. It's the place where his glory comes. So I want to read Second Chronicles. Seven. Verse one. When Solomon had finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering. And the sacrifice. And the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And the priest could not enter the house of God because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. When's the last time you've been in a room, in a gathering where the glory of the Lord Fill the room to where you can't even move. When all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord on the temple, check this out. Listen to what they did. They bowed their faces to the ground on the pavement and worshiped and prayed. They bowed their faces. They bowed their faces. You see, when the refiner comes in the room, there's a posture and a position in response to his glory. But you see, we've built so many towers where it's become all about us, where we can't even recognize if he's in the room or not. Because we're looking at our watches. We're drinking our coffee. We're surfing the internet in the house of God. We're busy doing things in the name of God 
instead of recognizing when his presence comes in. Something moves. There's a stillness. If we keep going down, this is what the Lord spoke as they laid on their faces at the altar of fire. Verse 12. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon and said to him, I have heard your prayer. Well, and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. Oh, Lord, let us be the house of sacrifice. Let us be the temples that you set ablaze. Let us be the house of sacrifice. Wow. You have chosen. He says, a place for myself. A place for myself. A place where I can rest and dwell place for myself, says the Lord. Mm. He says, when I shut up heaven, there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence upon my people. If my people, that's you and me. This is not for the unbelievers. This is for his temples. This is for the people of God who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. And then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. For now, I have chosen and sanctified this house. Notice this came after the fire. And he says, I've chosen and sanctified this house. We, we are sanctified by the fire. That my name may be there forever and my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually. The refiner, 
the refiner. He's in the room. Will you come out of your towers and run to the altar? (laughs) Will you come out of your tower and run to the altar. Knowing that the fire won't be comfortable. It won't be good from Cameron You won't have your name in life. But when Jesus is done with you, you will be glorified. I want to leave you with this. First Peter. I'm going to read starting at verse 3. First Peter 1, 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our God. Lord Jesus Christ, according to his greatness, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, If necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold, that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. The refiner is here to reveal himself to you. So will you come out of your tower and come to the altar? Will you be the house of sacrifice where he himself will come This morning, I want to pray for anyone who has built towers because it's more comfortable. Or perhaps you got off the altar too soon because it was just too much. But I think about Jesus. Hanging on the cross. Blood pouring out. 
had you in mind. He stayed there. Knowing that he would resurrect. And by his resurrection, you would be made whole. He was willing to stay on the altar. He was willing to be the sacrifice in your place. And all he wants from you is your life. So will you come out of your tower and run to the altar, the fire burning? Anyone want to be tried by fire? Purified. Scripture tells us who can ascend to the hill of the Lord? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart. So we cannot ascend and build a tower unless we get purified. We want to get to God. So we build a tower when he says, no, I need you to build an altar. And I need you to lay yourself on that altar. And it's through the fire that you'll see me. It's through the fire that I'll be revealed. Heavenly Father, send your fire. Send your fire. Send your fire. We say yes. Yes, Lord. And fire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 